Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. It's time to play like a jet. With your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen. Human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones has just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately. He's got the handoff. You know who that's? The Q-inator. Oh, my gosh. Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it is time to talk about the Jets' OTAs that went down at Florham Park today. And so to do that, we bring in our friend who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, I'm sure you had plenty of water out there. It's a hot day, and we know how dehydrated you get at these things. Yeah, you know, it wasn't too bad out there yet. Um, you know, maybe it's just anticipation of knowing what it'll be like later in training camp. But, you know, I got out there. I, I recorded a video of them doing o- offensive line drills and tweeted it out. So today was a successful day. I'm back <laughs> officially because that's what I do. We should also mention that you were at practice, but Denzel Mims and DJ Reed were not. A reminder, this is voluntary, so people shouldn't freak out about that. Yeah, and uh, I'll remind you that people will freak out about this. <laughs> Not that you needed a reminder, but of course. Um, it, 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 there's going to be fans freaking out about it. There's going to be people trying to make a big deal out of it. Um, but it, we, we all know the drill. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It, it, might, it might not. It doesn't matter. Robert Salas spoke before practice. He said he expects everyone to be there for minicamp which is mandatory, unlike what we're seeing with OTAs right now, added that the intensity will be the same as it's been in OTAs, which is kind of funny, Chris, because these OTAs have been lighter than any in recent memory, and these are not usually high-intensity OTAs. 
Yeah, it's it's even just funny hearing the it praised like that. The intensity will be the same because it's like what intensity? <laughs> um, and I, this is not a knock. Uh, that and I don't know if it's just how much of it is me getting older and me covering this year right now. But it seems like every year I'm like I can take less and less away from these OTAs and mini camps. And again, there's a lot of that, a lot of reasons for that. But some of it is just most of the practice today was drills, light positional drills. They, I mean, I'm, I'm roughly guesstimating here, but they ran like six actual plays. And of course, it's OTAs, so no real contact, no pads. Um, you know, last week there. There was the reporter Wilson, and then you see it get aggregated about him struggling. It's not possible for anybody to look particularly impressive or like particularly worrisome in these types of practices. They're just not doing enough. Sala also said that the Jets are working through who their slot receiver is going to be. I was always under the impression that they were going to kind of mix and match and there wasn't necessarily going to be one full-time slot receiver, but I guess we'll see. I think that's what the case is going to be too, but this is one of those situations where, you know, the coach just doesn't want to come out and just say it and tell you. Um, And this one actually makes more sense to hold closer to your best than we've seen coaches. Hey, I remember Bulls playing coy on what punter would play one week. And it was like, you guys are losing anyway. Just stop. Like you don't need to be coy about what punter is going to play. Um, But this, this, is a little bit more, and I fully anticipate, you know, obviously we've been hearing this for a couple of years. Elijah Moore is more than just a slot receiver. So anybody that says, oh, Elijah Moore is going to be that guy, ignore that person. He's going to do be all over the place. But I mean, it'd be foolish not to use him in the slot. Some, um, Berrios is going to get a lot of slot action. Uh, but, you know, he's not one of the top guys either. They're going to mix and match. They're going to move it all around. So, uh, you know, I don't think they're going to have that. They don't have, uh, you know, the Jamison Crowder that's just going to be, okay, this is where you win, and you're going to do win almost all the time, but nowhere else really. So they're going to rotate guys in and out of there. Salah said Zach Wilson looks much more comfortable in the offense in year number two. I think that's just one of those things that coaches say. It's really tough to be able to say that definitively right now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Well, it depends on how you look at it because like, it's definitely borderline impossible for me and other reporters to say anything like that again, because we haven't, they're just not doing enough for it to uh, make an impact. But you can still see it day to day and the way, you know, he carries himself, maybe the way he leads meetings, the way he runs practices, uh, uh, just, you know, the confidence he has in the playbook. There's, there is probably a ton of little things like that, that Sala gets to see that we don't get to see. Um, and I would, I would venture that that's the case. Uh, how much of that improvement uh I don't know. And, uh, you know, how much will that actually matter? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we've, we've seen it before. Players, you know, I, I, with Darnold, they, between year one and year two, the confidence was palpable. It was very noticeable, like the way in him running the offense and everything. But we've, we've seen what happened there. It didn't work out. So just because 
you making those types of steps doesn't necessarily, you know, lead, mean that great things are going to happen. But I, and while I can't really report it in anything back there, I, I do believe that there's at least some merit to it. Um, but how much, I'm not sure. It's hard, it's hard to tell now. Check back in after the first week of training camp and I'll give you a better answer there. Salah expanded on the defensive line rotation that got some buzz last week when Jeff Ulbricht talked about it. Salah said it's not a 30 to 35 snap limit as much as it's 70% of the snaps. He wants all the defensive linemen to play 70% or 40 to 45 total snaps and have 30 to 35 of those against the pass. Talking about Quentin Williams specifically, he said Williams would play first, second, and third down. If the offense converts on third, the Jets would take Williams off the field the ensuing first and second downs to get a breather, then have him fresh on third down. My head hurts. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not the half dozen uh, that's the problem. It's the six that's the problem. Like, that's... that's uh, what? Um, okay, so... It's not the 30, 35 snaps, but it's the 70%, which, you know, average game works out to 30, 35 snaps. Um, So (laughs) semantics, dancing around here and there, blah, 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 nonsense, nonsense, mix, match, words, uh, letters make words. He said a lot of word salad, mumbo jumbo, um, to basically, you know, say nothing, but in saying nothing, that tells me all I need to know. Um, This... This isn't new. This isn't um, information. This is uh, how he ran it in San Francisco. It's what he's going to do here. It is one of my biggest absolute criticisms of him, his, you know, coaching philosophy. Um, I, you're not going to – I can get on board with, you know, in a vacuum trying to stick to something like that, but you have to be willing to, uh, you know – go beyond it and push it with certain players and certain things. I think he needs to be more flexible there. Um, He's going to sit here and dance around it to make it seem like he's more flexible than he is, but there's no flexibility on this issue here. This is something that he believes. And I do believe it to an extent. Again, I think it's a good philosophy for the most part, but when you have certain players build up that endurance and let them play more, they're, they're better than the next guy. If if everyone on your defensive line is equal, then yes, do that. Rotate in and out. But when you have better guys that are significantly better, work on building up that endurance. I, I get giving them breathers. I'm all on board. But I, I'm not ever going to be like, I got to take Quinn and Williams. I got to take Carl Lawson out here because they're going to hit the 70% mark. And also, I, it's not about the 30, 35 snaps. It's about 70% of the snaps. How can you possibly game plan for that going into the game? You don't know how many snaps they're going to take. So it's just it's, – it's nonsense. But, you know, and all coaches have their nonsense. It's just this is the identifying nonsense with Salah. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. 
Play it now with Game Pass. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Good news, Jets fans. Carl Lawson was in attendance. He was working on the sidelines, so he wasn't actually in there practicing, but he's making progress, and that's certainly something to be happy about considering the fact that he missed all of last season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, you got you guys remember. Uh, training camp reports from last year, how could you possibly forget, where it was just constant uh, us all drooling over Elijah Moore and Carl Lawson. And obviously the injury and that uh, really just everything went downhill in the season there. We're not going to get any any glimpses of that until at least training camp. And even after watching that training camp that last year, I'm like – yeah, just just get him healthy, build up again, build up some endurance, give him some reps. But I do not want to see him dominating training camp again uh, like he did last year because I don't want to see him get that many uh, reps. Get the reps that you need and, and to make sure that, you know, that he's healthy and he's got the strength in there, but do not overdo it. Early team drills, Wilson went 4 of 5 passing. The big highlight was a long throw down the sideline to DJ Montgomery. He beat Sauce Gardner. And then on an out route, Wilson was able to hit Braxton Berrios, who beat Bryce Hall. So Wilson got off to a good start. It was going to get a little rougher for him later on, but 4 for 5 to start and the big throw to Montgomery beating Sauce Gardner down the sideline. Yeah, again... There's not too much to, to really take away from this. Most of the day was just the positional drills. Then they go and they only do these small handful of actual plays. So, and, you know, no contact thing, all that. So don't get too caught up in it. But, you know, he had a beautiful, absolutely gorgeous throw uh, to DJ Montgomery. He missed the throw earlier that he could have had. But, you know, it's early days OTAs, rust and everything, a lot going on. Um, but again, there's just nothing that I can look at and say, you should be excited about that. And there's nothing I sh can look at and say, you should be nervous about that. It, it's more and more of these OTAs come becoming, you know, you got to wait to training camp for it to get stuff. 
When Robbie Sabo was on the show last week to talk about OTAs, he said that Sauce Gardner was looking incredibly sharp to start. But this seemed to be a tough day for him. DJ Montgomery beat him. And then in the red zone drills on the goal line, he got cooked by his fellow rookie Garrett Wilson, but Zach Wilson missed him. So the bad news is Sauce Gardner got beat by Garrett Wilson. But the good news is Garrett Wilson showing off that footwork early on. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. The, I, you know, again, the way that the fields, uh, they play on the field and go, sometimes you can get a much better look at one side of the field or one player who's on that side of the field. Um, I got I got a, more looks at Garrett Wilson today than I did with Sauce, uh, and Garrett Wilson was very impressive. Uh, this, this was my first time out uh, this year, uh, not going on, so – I, I haven't gotten the sea sauce until today. Uh, and, yeah, he got, he got beat a couple times. There, there's one the, – the highlight of the day for sauce was, uh, you know, you've all seen this happen on a play. Usually it's a, a running play, outside receiver, and the outside cornerback just kind of go right at each other and then grab each other by the arms right under the shoulder pads and just, like, grab hold each other. You've all seen it. That's exactly what happened, except it was Sauce and Braxton Berrios. And Sauce grabbing him and holding him, and I, I'm not allowed to repeat exactly what was said because I'm not allowed to talk about what was on the field. But it was it was hilarious that he's sitting there like he he got cooked a couple times earlier in the day and it seemed like he was just like all right I'm taking I'm gonna pick on Braxton Barrios right now and get physical <laughs> with him. Um, not again I'm I'm not concerned in any way shape or form I'm sure he will be absolutely fine but yeah it wasn't the best day for him it was definitely promising just being able to watch how clean uh, Garrett Wilson's footwork was uh, getting in and out of those routes that it was super impressive. Which led to a touchdown later, by the way, when he beat Justin Hardy in the red zone. Yeah, and again, just the footwork, the release on there, and that's why they went with him at that receiver pick. We talked about this during the draft. Uh, they the, the the thing that did it that they loved is his release off the line, be able to be pressed. Uh, he he got the, that release, clean route, wide open touchdown, good like. That's what they're looking for, um, you know. Again, OTAs. So, but that's exactly what they wanted when they drafted him. Overall, struggle for Zach Wilson though down in the red zone. Two of four ended up almost getting sacked on one of his passes. He did throw the touchdown to Garrett Wilson, but got picked off on the last play by linebacker Javin White. I'm not sure who that is. For a second, I thought it said Jaleel White, and I started thinking about family matters, so I'm not sure if that's what Urkel is up to these days, but he had an interception off of Zach Wilson. Didn't seem like there was a receiver in the area, and it was thrown right to White, right in his chest. So, Chris, it sounds like a very shaky performance for Zach Wilson, although, again, have to remind everybody, it wasn't a lot of plays that we're looking at, a very small sample size yeah and on that that particular player you're talking about this is one of the scenarios where it's kind of hard for me to see what's going on because we're in the, the back end zone going on and then there's a wall of players in front of me and so I have to kind of look through that and then I have to look through the offensive line and the defensive players that are obstructing the view so to me it looked like that he just missed somebody on a crosser uh, you know, uh, w- whether it was a post or a, just a straight cross, it looked like he just missed somebody, uh, not, probably not even that badly. Um, but sometimes that, 
that can happen when you miss people in these camps. You miss by a little bit, and it can look like way worse than it did. But again, I it, it could have looked even worse than I thought. I didn't have the greatest view of that. But again, he he threw that one really beautiful pass, and I just is there's in there the you know tight red zone space that I'm not getting worked up about any of this. I'm just not. It's. It's just so insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Did have a Jeff Smith and Lawrence Cager sighting today. A lot of people have been asking about Lawrence Cager and his transition to tight end. They both had first down catches, so there you go. Yeah, there you go. Uh, you know, the Lawrence Cager, this is, what, the year number three that this is going to happen with that. So expect to see, uh, you know, if he can stay healthy, where he's going to have a couple of impressive uh, training camp practices. Expect to hear that uh, coming up. At, get ready for it. You know, this is the type of thing. Vegas doesn't offer lines on this type of stuff. But, man, maybe I should put out some lines on this because I, I, I'm i telling you, it, he's going to get oh, – if I put the over-under on him at two and a half on getting like a player of the practice type of thing, I bet you he's going to get through, at over on that. Uh, I also bet you it's not going to mean a thing because he's probably not going to end up making the roster. And if it is, it's not going to, it's only going to be a short term thing because of injury to somebody else. So this, that's something I expect you hear more of a training camp and it's not going to lead anywhere. But part of the reason, and you should be excited for this is there is actually some talent in that receiving room right now, which is weird. Chris, really quickly before we go, some after-practice quotes. John Franklin Myers says that everybody on the Jets wants to be Carl Lawson when they grow up. They saw what he was doing last year in training camp, and he looks like an action figure. Fact check, true. Braxton Berrios says he doesn't have to sell Zach Wilson because Zach Wilson is going to sell himself this season. We can only hope. Rob Calabrese confirms it was Kentucky who offered him an offensive coordinator job, but said he stayed with the Jets because he wants to leave his footprint on something. Calabrese says he and Mike LaFleur met for the first time just before he took the quarterback coach job. They spoke over FaceTime. Jets defensive line coach Aaron Whitecorn talked about the return of Carl Lawson in addition to what we heard from John Franklin Myers. He said the team is adding an animal back to the group. Whitecorn also says the Jets have a lot of defensive line talent, but they haven't done a damn thing yet. Key to transferring paper to play is making sure every player knows exactly what they need. Whitecorn talked about Michael Clemens a little bit, said he's a violent football player and he loves that more than anything. Also said that he expects the defensive line to be violent and show a lot of effort, wants them to attack this season. So some interesting quotes there from members of the Jets coaching staff and, of course, John Franklin Myers and Braxton Berrios. Chris Nimbley, the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal. Thank you so much for coming on with me and breaking down what happened at today's OTA. Really appreciate it. Follow Chris on Twitter, at CNimbly and at Jets Insider. Read his very big deal work over at JetsInsider.com. Check out everything we're doing at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some great videos up, breaking down the All-22 of the entire Jets rookie class. So watch those videos and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. 
gmail.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. It doesn't take you much time, it doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.